0: welcome to the newly revamped anxious introvert podcast this show is dedicated to discussing real and intimate problems we face in our society and culture this podcast is also grounded on providing mental health awareness and eliminating the mental health stigma what's up ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the anxious introvert podcast i'm your host emmanuel aka manny and i am beyond thrilled that i'm able to join you this wonderful uh wet wednesday um and no that is not a sexual innuendo it's actually raining quite a bit here where i live uh we had just had some thunderstorms pass through so um usually i you know um, we got a lot done today, but, um, I don't know, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of been an off week for me, it's kind of weird, a really off week, um, I mean, I, have, have, have you ever had one of those, where it's just, like, everything's just, like, it's, like, off, I really can't, like, describe it besides off, um, <laughs> yeah, it's really weird, it's really weird, but, uh, Nonetheless, I'm grateful that all of you can join me for this wonderful, wonderful, brand new, fresh episode here. Um, how's everybody's week been? Hope you guys have have had a much better week than me because well, it's like I said, things have been really off. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I've tried to pinpoint it, but you know, um, but uh, hey, I've trucked along, right? I'm still going to the gym almost every day. I'm still going for my hikes. You know, they're really, really. They're really refreshing, really rejuvenating, and just really looking forward to um, seeing the results from my hard work. I don't mean to take long pauses. Like I said, it's kind of an off week, but I'm excited to, to do part two of last week's episode. I know it was a little juicy. I definitely went off on a pretty big rant, um, but again, thank you to all of you who've tuned in and listened. Don't forget to check out the rest of the episodes of this podcast. This podcast's uh, this podcast um, expands all the way from 2019, April of 2019, all the way till now. So. Uh, that's two years, of course, some breaks in between, but everything is explained. But again, I, I just really hope everybody's having a great week so far. I know that with mental health, that can be a challenge. Of course, also being introverted. And if you have both like me, it, it, it gets rough. <laughs> There's just sometimes where you can't explain certain emotions, where you can't explain certain feelings. And you just, I don't know, you, you just feel this sense of like almost like you're in a void that you can't really quite put your finger on it and being single by myself it's easy for me to deal with because i don't have to answer to anyone but myself but for those of you who have family who have a partner you know kids things like that I'm, i'm i'm sure it's super difficult for you guys to pinpoint you know um just what it is you're going through just what it is that you're experiencing uh, because, you know, you want to be able to explain it to them, but you can't. You can't because it's hard or you can't because they're just not going to understand. So I uh, I totally get that. I totally get that. Um, not a lot much has changed for me. Um, I start school again in two weeks, fall semester. That's going to be fun. Um, I'm actually visiting my brother in uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I am going to be able to pump out a episode... For sure next week Uh, the following week we'll get to that Um, but again I'm gonna be in Texas from the 19th all the way till the 25th so I'm really pumped about that because I get to see my brother I get to see his wife Um, and of course their dog Winnie I mean if you guys are asking if I like dogs let's just say that when I FaceTime I specifically ask for Winnie and yes they will put the phone to her I will make a bunch of childlike noises babbles and i'm not ashamed of it as a 30 year old man i will continue to do so because that dog winnie or like i like to call winifred she's the cutest thing in the world if you guys want to know what she looks like uh i think i have her on my instagram if not pretty sure she's on my facebook i don't remember you know what i actually don't remember but again um really looking Things are really looking good with the podcast. Uh, It's definitely getting more views, more listens. So thank you guys again so much. It really means a lot to me. It really means a lot to all of you. Um, Usually I plug in my um, information, but at this point, I'm going to leave that to the end of the episode. So make sure to stay tuned. Grab a snack. Grab something to drink. Make sure you're hydrating. Drink some water. Grab a cup of coffee, a tea. Go to the gym or if you're at work or at school or if you're home or whatever you're doing, get those headphones plugged in and get ready for part two of the dating culture. Shall we get started? I think we should. All right, guys, I'll see you in a few. Ah, yes, the dating culture. Isn't it a wonderful world? <laughs> no, it's not. Now, I know last week um, was quite a juicy, spicy uh, episode. Sorry, I had to scratch my nose there for a second. And, um, you know, I kind of went off on a tangent, kind of went off on a rant, uh, but that's okay. That's okay. That's that's what this platform is designed for. You know, you want to spew out all your... Um, thoughts all your you know just everything in your mind everything on your mind everything that you would like to talk about now this time around i'm going to try to stick with a more analytical logical approach rather than a place of uh opinion or some of that was also based on fact oh man I've done a lot more research or, or uh, over the last week on the dating world, and, you know, to be honest, I've also, I kind of dabbled in, like, all right, what's it like to date in the U.S., but furthermore, what's it like to date around the globe? Like, what does that look like around the globe? That really struck me as a, as a very interesting yet informative uh, plane of existence, because it's like, you know we here in the us let's be real guys all right you us americans we're just like oh we're the center of the universe we're the only ones on the planet like that's how we think for some reason which is really stupid because i don't know there's billions of other people out there hundreds of other well, i I shouldn't say hundreds but like just there's a lot of countries a lot of folks a lot of people out there who have different opinions and a lot of countries that have different cultures (sighs) and they have a different translation a different definition of dating according to their culture and i love love culture i love different cultures as a latino man you know i definitely like to uh dabble in uh different cultures that aren't mine of course with my last name being french i have a little bit of that french inside of me too so i think that's pretty cool so what does that look like what does dating look like how about this? What's dating look like in 20 other countries in the world? Let's get into that first because it's really fascinating. First one, of course, uh, we're, we're gonna be coming up on uh, the US, okay? And I found this really interesting if if your country isn't mentioned, I do apologize. This is coming from insider.com. Uh, this article was written, let's see here oh about, uh, about three years ago. so it's still pretty velo- pretty relevant now. So dating in the US. Okay, so dating in the United States is usually casual. People in America tend to meet potential romantic partners by one of three ways, at a bar, through friends, or from an app, according to a Reddit thread on the subject. They really went with Reddit, interesting. First date, I have nothing against Reddit. I I, I have an account, I'm on there 24 seven. First dates are often casual, right? Meeting at a bar, coffee shop, um, are some of the most popular options, and then they get more formal, adding dinner and events in the mix as time goes on. Dating is also often low commitment in the States. It's more common, especially in the early 20s, to be dating just for fun than it is to be dating with the intention to get married ASAP. Huh, curious. All right, let's move on. China. Hmm. Dating schools for men are a rising trend in China. China has a hefty gender imbalance in 2016 there were 33.6 million more men than women in the country Which unsurprisingly takes a toll on men who seek out heterosexual relationships Now because of this dating schools for men that's wild who have never been in a romantic relationship Have begun to crop up in the in china according to the new york times uh, Speed dating events for single men and women in their 20s and early 30s who are generally who are generally thought of as a, as being leftovers in chinese culture uh have also become common between the ages of you know 20 and early 30s but not everyone needs such practices according to the uh to this form here um, if a if a person is single and has a good job older people in your life will set you up on blind dates Interesting, China. Let's move on. D- dates in the UK will probably be at a pub. Hmm. Dating in the UK is fairly similar to dating in the, in the United States, with a few major differences. In general, Brits rely more on alcohol to get through dates, have more relaxed and low-key dates, and have fewer qualms about sleeping with someone early on into the relationship. It's actually not that different from the US, to be real with you. Let's take a look at japan. I'm going to move through these fairly quickly, okay uh, in Japan, group dates are a very common thing. you know I've never been in a in a in a group dating environment you know actually, I think maybe once or twice, but that's not like a thing here at all, clearly. <laughs> So, in Japan, when a person enters the dating scene in Japan, it is understood that the ultimate goal for everyone involved is marriage, according to Quora. Some people go about this by partaking in... Um, I'm going to butcher this. I, I do apologize if I, if, if I have any Japanese listeners. uh G-O-U-K-O-N, or a small singles gathering, as Insider previously reported guacons offer occur when uh, one person invites a few of their single friends out and another person invites a few of theirs when the then okay okay so i get it so like one friend invites their friends the other friend the other single friend so it's like two people who want to date like right like they're like hey i got some friends you bring your friends along and then the other person's like cool i'll do that too uh then the group will meet at a restaurant or a pub and have dinner if everything goes smoothly They might go to a bar karaoke after dinner and if that goes well the couples that hit it off will exchange numbers Whoa, so it's like singles versus like you and your single friends versus them and their single friends. That's pretty interesting Huh? Sounds like a nightmare for an introvert like myself, but you know, it's a day that that's cool. Ooh, Okay Let's go to France people in France don't technically have a word for dating. (laughs) Dating in France Oh this is messing up dating in France is perhaps unsurprisingly more laid back, much more laid back than it is in any and any other country. It is so laid back that an insider previously reported the French don't even have a word for date instead. They prefer to say something like, I'm seeing someone, which is actually picking up has been picking up here in the US, I think. French people also manage to avoid the dreaded talk in which a couple has to define their relationship. AKA decide if they are exclusive. For the French, the mere act of going on dates or rather seeing someone, generally means that you're committed to someone. Curious, really curious. Hmm. Let's head on over to Spain, shall we? Meeting your partner's family in Spain is a big deal. Much like the French, people in Spain don't really date. According to living language, there isn't even a word for the act of dating. The closest equivalent is the verb Salil con alguien, which means go out with someone and I can read that because I'm fluent in Spanish Most Spaniards live with their parents until marriage, but don't expect to meet their family right away This is something that they wait to do until things are serious But when you do meet their family, you can expect to meet the entire family That's pretty cool. I think um, with this being one of the latin cultures as somebody who you know um is uh is is latino with a latin family you know that is a pretty big deal like if you date a hispanic regardless of their culture if you date a hispanic a a latino a latina if they invite you to a family gathering many things will happen but a few things are certain which are one you're going to meet the entire family number two they're going to ask you right away a bunch of personal questions and number three You're gonna get fed a lot like get ready bring some stretchy pants. You you know what I'm saying? Um, Definitely do not eat. Maybe maybe the day before if you get ahead of time uh, Try to just have some smoothies Uh, Definitely take some vitamins and supplements because I'm telling you their food is Amazing and I know that's kind of biased. Oh, well, you're hispanic. So no wonder Uh, I I get it But those things are for sure to happen very interesting Spain Let's take a dive over here to dating in Sweden. So dating in Sweden revolves around a lot of casual coffee dates. If you're looking to move to Sweden specifically to find love, you may want to reconsider. According to the BBC, Sweden is one of the hardest places to find a romantic partner because of the country's many cultural norms, such as affordable single living homes and a general spirit of independence. Ooh, I like that. Hold up a second. Huh. That uh, <laughs> that seem to promote staying single. With that being said, dating in Sweden isn't impossible. It does, however, have different rules than many other countries. According to the local. Uh, Which is, uh, I'm I'm not sure what that is. Uh, The best way to be successful at dating in Sweden is to keep it casual. Don't call anything you do a date. Swedes apparently prefer simple coffee outings to dinners and movies. And start and end the hangout with a hug, not a kiss. I like Sweden. Oh my god. Shout out to all my Sweden listeners. Oh, and if you're getting a fika... F-I-K-A which is Swedish for coffee with someone you shouldn't get it with anyone else once you start dating someone in Sweden No matter how casual it feels. It's assumed that you are exclusive. Oh my god. I love this Now I love this specifically in particular because one of many things one uh, they promote singleness because like Again, I'm not gonna throw my faith out there, but I'm just gonna be real with you guys Especially, uh, this is something I wish the Christian world would change. There's this perspective of like, you know, Christians and like many other uh, uh, religions are very big on marriage, which I respect and appreciate a thousand percent. I'm not hating on marriage. I mean, that's my goal, right? That's your guys's goal, right? I mean, if it, and, and if it's not, then hey, to each their own. But typically, that's the goal when you date someone, at least for me. And no, that's not because you're brought up that way but in the christian world for all my christian people out there um like really let me know if this is true because i've felt this i've paid attention to this and i don't like this there's this sense of like a married there's definitely a married hierarchy like in the christian realm especially in churches and things like that when you look at leadership when you look at uh you know uh pastors when you look at people who are like big in the church they're typically married and on top of that they're it sucks because like, it's one thing to promote marriage and be fruitful about it and be amazing and positive, but then it's another thing when you belittle and you mishandle the single population. That's something that I've, I've seen happen time and time again, especially in small groups, especially in the church, you know, uh, with uh, just any kind of service, you know, because with us being single, that's already something we know, we don't need to be reminded a thousand times again. And furthermore, i just wish that you know us christians would treat there's a lot of things I would, maybe i'll do an episode on that because honestly there's a lot of things i could say but again what i'm simply saying is this as a christian single man it's been tough going to church because it's such a dating culture or a yeah you know like a dating married culture they sometimes look down upon not sometimes excuse me almost all the time they look down on you because you're single it's like this thing where, you're like, oh, you're married? Oh, my gosh, you have a dog, too, and a cat? You have a kid? Whoa, that's amazing. Like, let's put you in a leadership role. Let's let you do, like, say, you know, for any of you listening who are pastors or somewhere up top in the Christian world, just listen to this. Like, seriously, really look into this. Go back to your churches, whatever religion you might be, or whatever, uh, you know, like whether you're non-denominational or whatever denomination you are are part of. Take a look into this. I know it's not just me. I've talked to other people where they felt the same thing. And it's just something that needs to be addressed. Again, not a big deal. Just kind of putting that out there. All right, enough of that. Let's get moving, shall we? All right. Ooh, couples in Mexico, Mexico tend to engage in a decent amount of PDA. Ooh. According... <laughs> According to our everyday life, people in Mexico tend to stick to more traditional gender roles, which for people in the heterosexual relationships is reflected in their dating life. Men make the first move, men pay for the women on dates, and men make the follow-ups to ensure that there will be more dates. Mexicans are also more affectionate and prone to PDA than some other countries, which means that it's not uncommon to see couples kissing and holding hands in public now no I'm not against PDA I'm just a different kind of person typically people with mental health problems uh people who are introverted they don't like PDA in my last relationship you know my ex hated that because like she would want to kiss me in public she would want to hold hands and I'd be like nah I'm good and it's just because like I'm so conscious and aware of my surroundings I know I'm making someone uncomfortable now there's nothing uncomfortable about holding hands there's nothing uncomfortable with a little peck of a kiss right but it's like, you like you know what I'm talking about. For those of you who are in high school or who have come out of high school, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Man, these couples that are all over each other's faces and ugh. It's even happened to me with older couples, which is like, listen, uh, big congratulations. I'm happy for you. But really, do you have to do that here in front of all these people? I don't know. It's just, it's just one of those things to be a little bit more self-conscious about. Again. I'm not saying don't kiss, don't hold hands, don't do anything with your partner in public. No, what I'm saying is just kind of be aware, you know, feel the atmosphere. I've seen this time and time again. I've seen it in church, I've seen it in uh restaurants, I've seen it in, you know, oh god, especially movie theaters, but that's kind of the thing, right? Like it's like, "Oh, let's go to the movies," uh to watch the movie, wink wink. All right. Ooh, okay. It's easier to ask people out in the United Arab Emirates because many are foreigners. I hope I'm saying this correct. I do apologize for any mispronunciations. Public displays of affection and premarital sex are technically illegal in the UAE, according to the Birmingham Mail, which definitely has an effect on dating culture. But that doesn't mean that dating doesn't happen. According to one expats account in the telegraph living in dubai can feel like a college freshman orientation a large portion of the city of the city's population are foreigners 85 percent to be exact so it's expected that most people are new to dubai this means that it's easy to strike up a conversation with anyone and subsequently ask them out according to this particular expat men almost always do the asking out and the paying dates will usually be at a bar movie theater or if you're lucky an indoor skiing arena time to buy my ticket to dubai you know what i'm saying (laughs) pretty interesting pretty interesting now dating in australia doesn't have many rules but that doesn't mean that anything goes according to the insider guides dating in australia doesn't have a ton of rules pickup culture isn't big so most people meet through mutual friends school or work and starting and start a relationship only after hanging out with some, with one another in a big group. (coughs) Excuse me. Official dates then may not happen until two people have been seeing each other for quite some time, which means that deciding where to go on a first date is less of an issue in Australia than it may be in some other places. Hmm, I didn't know that. Hmm. Dating in India is more conservative than many other countries. Dating in India is more conservative than it might be in some other countries, especially because arranged marriages are still common for some couples. This means one's family has a large influence on who a person might date from the start. In a forum on the topic, one Indian said that casual sex is almost unheard of and getting in a relationship means that there is an intent to marry. Since marriage since marriage is the goal of most people in a relationship it tends to happen quicker sometimes within a few months or a year of couple dating despite the real despite the re- little, uh, despite the relative conservatism uh of indian dating there is evidence that things are changing for some couples according to the guardian tinder is growing in popularity among 20 somethings in india Now i'm gonna pause here for a second because the in- uh there's one line here that i wanted to talk about um the whole like dating and then getting married in like less than two years because like if you live in the u.s or whatever country just maybe let me know on my instagram or facebook or my email or something but isn't it i think it's two years two years typically you date and then boom it's time to get married That's what people always ask like oh two years and if you're dating and it's like six years people will look at you like What's wrong with you guys? Why aren't you married? What's going on? Like That used to happen more now that happens less. It's actually a common thing now I have many friends um, who are dating and who have been dating for a literally long time One of my friends just got married in Chicago. God bless them both. Um, I was a groomsman in the wedding It was a blast. This was last month um No, I'm sorry, not last month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, because we're in August. Brain fart. So last month. And it's interesting because they were dating for 10 years before they got married. So there's, you know, timing is just timing. Like, you just know when you're ready. You just know some people can wait that long. Other people can't. Some people, it's like, all right, it's about time. Like, come on. Like, let's get this started. And it's just interesting. Like, what do you think about that? Because for me, as a 30-year-old, I've kind of made this conscious decision where it's like, if I like someone and we genuine, like genuinely click, I'm gonna meet their family. They're gonna meet my family. We're gonna date for about a year, a year and a half, and then, boom, I'm I'm trying to pop that question. Maybe even sooner than that. I'm not sure. It, It just has to depend. I've heard of people getting married in a few months, people getting married in nine months or you know, 12 or just whatever. So that's really curious to me and I really want to know what other people think about that like what is there a timeline to get married or do you just know let's move on relationships in Italy are heavy on romance Mm. romance plays a large role in Italian dating but it's essential to resist the urge to get too weak need around just anyone as um, I'm 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 gonna butcher her name. So I'm just gonna call her Mrs. Mrs. Berion, an Italian sex columnist, said in an interview with the cut that Italian men are romantic, but they are also liars. Ugh, come on, boys. Sex is also more casual in Italy than in some other countries. According to, to Peron, sex often happens before an official date, and oral sex, which is genuinely less of a big deal than Penetrative sex in the US is only done when the relationship gets more serious. Wow So it's kind of like a reverse thing right there. So it's like you It's like So like casual sex is just like oh, yeah, it's whatever but like going down on somebody's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute Put a ring on me first damn That's really curious. Really really curious um, Let's look at Brazil in Brazil casual dating turns into relationships very quickly So according to The Living Like a Local, people in Brazil like to make things officially quickly. If you've been on a few dates with someone, you can expect to have a relationship talk with them sooner rather than later. According to one writer, she and her ex-boyfriend only waited about 10 days after they met before deciding to make their relationship official. Huh. And that was slow. He waited that long, apparently because she was an American and might not be accustomed to the typically quick to the typical quick relationship turnaround in brazil man my people you guys move quick that's what i'm talking about <laughs> Ooh, let's go over to russia shall we dating in russia relies heavily upon the concept of male chivalry according to ooh, hang on a second all right according to the mesofanti guide dating in russia has a strong focus on male chivalry which, for women who are trying to date men, can have both negative and positive consequences. Men will almost always hold doors open for women and help them off of trains and buses, which is especially helpful for expats who aren't used to Russian snow and ice. But women are also expected to spend a significant amount of time on their appearance and to fill traditionally feminine roles, like cooking and cleaning for their partner. Now, I get it, I understand some people might be offended by that, but the general consensus, right, like the If you look at this from a general consensus, I mean, I believe in chivalry. I believe, you know, in the gender norms just because of that's that's me. I understand a lot of you or some of you might not feel that way. And that's cool. Like I said, look, I said it last week. I'll say it again. I love, and when I say love, I mean, God, I love a sophisticated, strong, independent, feminine woman. I'm talking like a woman who can easily bench press me. I'm talking about a woman who can easily, easily toss me around any room. And I mean that, and I'm open to applicants. I'm kidding. No, but seriously, like that doesn't phase me. Like you make more money than me. Okay, cool. Uh, You're more successful than me. Ooh, big deal. Um, If you're taller, I mean, I've dated women who are more, I mean, I'm six feet, almost six one. And I've, you know, which is like just the basic, you know, just norm. I've dated women who are taller. There's a woman at my gym. I'm just going to be real with you guys. There's a woman at my gym who is slightly taller, like maybe an, an inch or two. And my God, I literally made it my mission to smile at her, to smile at her like three or four times yesterday. And that was great. It was awesome. Like to me, that's a win. Like that's how, that's how much I'm not the type of guy to just be like, oh, what's up? How you doing? You at the gym? Yeah. You lock these guns? Oh, douchebags hate people I hate dudes like that I see them all the time I talked about that last week but again I think that now in in, a, in an age like today men if you're scared of strong women bro you guys need to I don't know maybe take a bib you know maybe eat some baby food because honestly it's like what now I'm not saying for them to dominate your life what I'm saying is I am definitely still a man I am definitely still into bourbon cigars guns motorcycles you know all these things that make me who i am and i'm not saying that because that's what men like no 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 that's what i like that's not going away because a woman comes into my life and she's like i don't want you to be that much of a man because it's toxic no that i'm sorry but that that's just not true it's not true that's a independent case-by-case basis that's a individual base like case-by-case basis are there toxic men? Of course there are. Are there toxic women? Hell yeah. Like there's both. You guys can't just be like, oh man, i toxic. No. Women are toxic. To- Look, all of us, we all have toxic tendencies. So to think and be this small, feeble-minded person that's like, well, I think one gender is worse than the other. No, man, we both suck. <laughs> we all suck. <laughs> we could be better and we're going to be better, you know? Um, so that's really interesting. About this entire thing in Russia. That's uh, hmm. All right, let's keep going. Weddings and singles, m- weddings and singles mixers are some of the best places to find a partner in Nigeria. Ooh, Tinder is not the place to find a serious relationship in Nigeria, according to the Economist. Economist. Wow, I butchered that. Whew. Do I know English? On the app, it's more common to find already married men or women who are openly looking for sugar daddies than people who are actively looking to date. Let's pause right there. (laughs) You're married and you're on a dating app. Bro, you are scum. I'm sorry, but you are scum. Why did you get married? Like, at the very core, just follow me. Let's break this down at the very base. At the very, 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 very bottom base. Let's let's dumb this down for you men out there um, and women. But I'm going to talk right now to the guys, to the fellas. If you're married and you're on a dating app, dude, why did you get married? Why didn't you just stay single? Why didn't you just tell your significant other? Hey, listen, um... I like chicks. I like them all. So, uh, let's wrap this up and, uh, I'm going to go date other people. Why would you waste her family, your family go through government, literally government paperwork, get married under Christ above and the entire world And then just be like, yep, I'm, you know, this person's committed to me. They made a big, long life commitment. I want to go on an app and just find some, you know, somebody who I can bang real quick. Bro, don't get married then. Stay single. (laughs) Women. Women. Why? Why, if you're married, do you go on dating apps? And I know this because I myself have run into several married women who have attempted to date me or furthermore just not date um no that's the correct that's the incorrect word just have casual sex with me you're married and 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 they wanted to do that with me immediately i was like no bro and then boom blocked Uh, really you're married ladies come on what are you doing you made a commitment under God and all of creation, and then you, 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 there's a man who's supplying your every need, or I sure hope so, but that's the thing, right? It, 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 isn't that like the major thing? Like, oh, you know, I, I, they're just not like, I just don't feel sexually like pleasure. I just don't feel like emotionally, physically. If you knew that and you were dating them, why didn't you address that at the dating like world, in the dating chapter? Why did it have to take the Mary chapter for you to realize that? I just, I don't know. Guys, ladies, people, my peeps, listen. Is this on? Okay. I've never been married. I don't understand, but I've seen enough in my life. I've seen enough divorce. I've seen enough trials and tribulations and chaos within marriages of people that I love and hold near and dear to my heart. Where I've seen them crumble for reasons that could have been addressed before you both said yes. And that's the thing. What I think is that in in the U.S., it's this, uh, ro- like, what's the term I'm looking for? Basically, it's this, like, cinematic, it's like a cinematic experience to spend a bunch of money. Uh, I almost cursed there. To spend a bunch of money on one day, one day. One day where you're gonna get married, all this food, alcohol, friends, family, like it's a thing, right? Because you get to post it all over social media, you get to make other people jealous. Listen, let's be real for a second, right? Yeah, yeah. I caught you, didn't I? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. A majority of us, a large majority of us, if not everyone, tends to post things on social media to try to get other people jealous, to try to get other people to go, oh I wish I had your life. Oh my god, oh my goodness. Don't get married. If you're gonna put yourself through that, and your partner through that... Don't get married. I had to make that hard decision. I almost got married, but I realized that, oh, I'm gonna put myself in hell. I'm gonna put her through hell. I'm gonna put our families through hell. Do I really want to look back 20 years from now when I have kids and be like, gosh, I hate my wife, or furthermore, I dislike her and I wish that we never met? like? I didn't want it to get to that point and I had to make the rough decision. And I was with this young lady for five years, five years, man. So, I mean, I kind of get it, I guess. I don't know. But what I'm saying is just, just don't, please don't just, just And the, okay. Furthermore, this whole sugar daddy crap, I've been on dating apps where I've seen that. I've seen women that are like, sorry, only looking for sugar daddies. And typically there are these dumb bimbos who are super young That's what blows my mind is you can't be like I'm a feminist, independent, strong woman and then also be posting crap like I just want a man to do everything for me. Bro, you are confusing ladies. You're confusing the men population. I said it last week. Where have all the good men gone? Look in your friend zone. Look in your friend zone. Don't look on Tinder. Don't like man. Tinder was probably the worst idea ever. And no, I'm not saying that because I, that's probably because he never dated anybody off in there. Or probably because he never matched. Oh, no. Uh, I matched with quite a few women, um, yes, even dates that led to other things. But that's my personal business. What I'm saying is that's all it's become when you think about it, think, really think about this for those of you who know Tinder. And if you don't know Tinder, well, then God bless you because you're, you're you're really lucky. Tinder, you literally go, oh, buy someone's looks. You don't know anything about them. You don't know nothing about the person. And you go, oh, oh, they're ugly. Swipe right. Ooh, I like him. Swipe left. Or if it's the other way around, I don't know. I haven't been on Tinder in a while. But isn't that wild to you? Isn't that crazy that dating in this culture has become either you look good enough for me to have some kind of interest and then i've done this too where i'm like you know i've done it as well men do it too women do it also what i'm saying is this why why put yourself through that i I, I don't know it's just interesting to me but let's finish off with this uh with these 20 countries so as i was saying about nigeria uh so to find partners some singles will attend single mixers at churches or mosques or for a more secular approach survey the crowd at weddings that's pretty cool let's let's head on over to South Africa where if you live in South Africa your married friends will make a lot of attempts to set you up on dates dating in South Africa isn't too different from dating in the US men usually pay for the first date married people like to set to set up their single friends, but meeting significant others through apps like Tinder or and OKCupid has become increasingly common, according to the Times Live of South Africa. Mm. Ooh, okay. The concept of courtship is important for dating in the Philippines, but maybe not for long. According to a Reddit thread on dating in different countries, dating in the Philippines resembles traditional courtship. In the Philippines, there is a custom called Liga Liga l-i-g-a-w in which it is one person's job traditionally a man pursuing a woman thought though it can also apply to same-sex relationships to show the person they wish to date that they care about them through certain romantic acts like sending love letters oh that's 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 uh, a. <clears> I <throat> i mean uh yeah that's cool you know whatever love letters yeah this isn't always the case however as is true of many different uh, countries around the world Hookup culture in the Philippines has become increasingly popular in the recent years. Curious, 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 curious. A vibrant expat culture in Singapore means that there are always new people to meet. Dating in Singapore is similar in many ways to dating in the U.S. Most people meet through apps or at bars and a vibrant expat culture means that there are always new and exciting people to meet, but perhaps due to the transient nature of the country, many Singaporeans have difficulty finding lasting relationships, according to SG Magazine. I hate when my throat gets dry. I I should really have water. (coughs) Here we go. And this time I'm not talking on the bug. <laughs> it's a little inside joke from a couple weeks ago. Anyways, this may be due to the fact that Singapore is significantly more expensive than other countries, which means that many non-expat singles still live with their parents, making dating difficult. I know that to be true. Um, what is an expat? <laughs> I should have like, researched this beforehand but there's a word that keeps popping up and I'm like what is that okay so an expat a person who lives outside their native oh so so denoting or relating to a person living outside their native country okay so if you're not from the US then you're an expat and if you're not from any other country and you're an American there you're an expat oh okay look at that the more you learn all right ooh pda is standard in argentina once again another hispanic culture dating in argentina can be high drama according to the telegraph dinner typically isn't until 10 p.m so all dates start late at night go on to the early hours of the morning and pda is pretty standard family is also important in argentinian culture so most Argentinians live with their folks until they get married. This means that many young couples check into Delos, pay per hour hotels. Ooh, that's interesting. If they want to get intimate without having parents and siblings and siblings close by, because yeah, that'd be awkward to to you know do the dirty work with somebody when your little brother or sister's in the next room and your parents are right. And ooh, blah, 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 blah. no, thank you. And then your grandparents walk in. Qué está pasando, mijo? <laughs> Yeah, that's not funny. That's actually pretty, uh, it's pretty depressing. It's a little funny. Um, interesting, 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 interesting. I think I have, yep, I got one more. All right. The topic of marriage comes up quickly in Ugandan relationships. Hmm. According to the Telegraph. Oh, uh, what did this do? What do I do? Sorry, folks. Give me one second here. So according to the Telegraph, one of the most common questions to ask someone on the first date or possibly when asking someone out on a date in Uganda is whether or not they have or whether or not they have had kids. Then, depending on the answer, the topic of marriage may or may not come up. But if someone, but even if someone makes a marriage proposal, it isn't meant to be taken seriously. Rather, it indicates that marriage is something that is on a lot of people's minds most of the time. Interesting, Uganda. Hmm. 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 I mean, here in the U.S., that's for sure. Like, you bring up marriage, you better be darn ready to, you know, pop that question soon. You know, I mean, like, again, I've been on dates with women who have kids Um, for me. Uh, unfortunately, that's not a preference for me. Again, I'm not saying they don't deserve love. They a 100. Everybody deserves love. Everybody deserves love. What I mean, plain and simple, is that for me, my preference, I know that ahead of time, I'm not ready to make that commitment. So if I'm not ready to make the commitment with that child or those children, why would I put them through such a horrible time where their mother dates a guy and it, it's just a whole thing. You know, you have to be ready, men. Listen, you have to be prepared. If you're dating a woman with kids, you are also, you know, in a sense, dating those kids. You are also, in a sense, um, you are part of their life. Now I know multiple, multiple stepfathers stepmothers who are phenomenal, just phenomenal, right, because, like, nowadays, that's pretty standard, I mean, I love my stepmom, I didn't love her at first, of course, because I was upset with what happened, but now, what, like, 15, 16 years later, I, you know, there's times where I call her mom, there's times where I, you know, um, every Mother's Day, I make sure to get her a gift, you know, uh, just tell her how much I love her as a mother, and because she's, she's earned it, all these 15 years, she's earned it, she's earned it through acts of kindness, through real love, through showing that she, you know, loves my dad, showing that she loves me and my brothers, um, so it's been earned, you know, so, yeah, you know, like, of course, the kids are gonna hate the step-parent first, but, you know, you can't expect to just love them out, no, 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 no. you have to prove to them, you have to show them that you love them, it's really that simple, it's really not rocket science, um, so these, so, So these are 20 countries, guys, where dating culture is different for each. Now, it's really interesting. It's really interesting because not everywhere is the same, which is great because you don't want it to be you don't want it to be the same everywhere because then it's like like this is the same wherever you live, wherever you're listening, you know, definitely look it up. Definitely do some research on your country and what it is to date in this world. Now it's really common to meet people on dating apps like that's the main threshold That's the main line of defense the main battle line or whatever And I get it. I get it Like I know of a couple who once again, they were they met on a dating app They got married and they're they're happily ever after I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying just kind of be, you know, kind of be a little kind of be a little careful, you know Am I on dating apps now? Um, I actually went back on hinge um, that's something that I didn't want to do, but I was just kind of like, well, let me see what's out there. Let me see what's out there. Uh, but to be honest, you know, you know, if you've ever been in my shoes, it's where you like, you create a dating app, you go through all that work, but then you're just like, oh man, you know what? Maybe this isn't a good idea. You know, and it's been about, I don't know, four, like four days since I've had it. Um, I don't really check it that often. It's kind of in the background, you know, cause I typically... I actually don't meet women. I actually haven't had, like, an encounter. Well, you know what? That's not true. I have made some friends at the gym, you know. uh, Some of them have boyfriends and some of them. Because, like, that's the thing, too. Like, men tend to think that every... And I was talking to a friend of mine at the gym yesterday who she was telling me about another friend of hers who I met through uh, a night where we all went out as a group and we grabbed drinks. This young lady had invited not my friend. But her friend had invited me uh, to church multiple times. And I just was like, nah, I'm good. In my head, I thought that meant she was interested in me in a way. Um, you know, I, like, again, there are signals, right? Uh, there are uh, ways to tell when someone does like you. And I thought I heard and saw those signals, but I was wrong, according to my other friend who I talked to at the gym yesterday. And she brought something up where it was like, you, you, you know, typically men like tend to think that every encounter with a woman means that they like them or they want to bang them and that really struck me because it's like well not me like that's not 100% me at all like not every woman I meet I go oh they they clearly wouldn't have sex with me oh they clearly like me like dude are you serious You you'd have to be like insane to think that every encounter you have means something no dude chill out they're just friends just friends and that's it but I know a lot of people tend to think the other way around. I know a lot of men out there think that every woman's like, oh, yeah, she totally wants me. Oh, like, bro, relax. She just want... you're not freaking James Bond. Like, take it easy there, guy. But I know that women, some of you, let's be real. You think the same thing. Like, oh, these guys, they all just like me. Like, It's crazy. And you know how I know this? Because I've seen the memes time and time again, the actual screenshots of the texts that guys are just like, hey, you know, if it's like like, for instance, this happened to me and this is not because of the memes the memes just further prove my point i was in a group project with a girl right uh and i needed you know some information and i remember like i had asked for her number like okay cool let's exchange numbers and 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 she was like oh oh i'm so sorry like i have a boyfriend and i was like oh i'm so sorry that's cute but i need your number for notes bro in case you or i miss a class and she kind of was like she i felt so bad because she wasn't well, no not really she became really like red faced She was like oh yeah, i'm sorry yeah yeah oops oh yeah like totally here here you know and it's just like bro like men and women do this a lot not every encounter is sexual not every encounter is romantical not every encounter means something significant sometimes you just meet people sometimes you just need friends in your life but but like real friends not like friends who are just like oh yeah yeah no of course i don't like you and then you guys end up drinking together and then boom, something happens because i've been in that situation too and that situation is rough it's weird it sucks but i never grew up with a girl best friend um And I know women who have guy best friends, but, you know, I have a whole nother opinion about that. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm saying that just, you know what I'm getting at? Um, men, same thing to you. So this goes both ways. This goes both ways. But what I wanted to get across was I know the dating world is scary. I know the dating world sucks and I can, uh, once again, I, I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but it's because I'm living that right now and it's scary. I don't even want to, like, I think about, like, man, I'm 30 years old, like, oh my gosh, like, oh, you know, I am a helpless romantic to my core, but at the same time, no matter what women tell me, I know that women want a strong man, I know that women want a man who has a full-time job, who has their place of their own, who is able to fiend for themselves, you know, who, whether or not they have a dad bod, or if they have a physically fit body, that's dependent on each individual woman, because you guys go for whatever you like, And that's okay to have preferences it's not wrong to have preferences i think it's wrong to be shallow i think it's wrong to uh insinuate i think it's wrong to make assumptions based on surface level knowledge i think that you really need to dig deeper into understanding and knowing someone i love that if that's the one thing i love about dating is that you get to really learn about somebody um and and i like that because it's like it's a one-on-one effort And it involves just intellectual conversations between two people. You're just getting to know them, you know, um, you're just, you're just just trying to find out more information about them and where this leads and all this, that, and you know, it, it does hurt. Like, and this is going to sound weird, but like, I will, I respect like, okay, I said this last week, like ladies, you know, that a man will not respect you. If you have sex with them on the first, like on the first date, they're just not going to respect you you know they they might say all these wonderful romantical things but their respect really isn't like I, I, I promise you because that's happened to me where I'm just like man I like this person but the respect is just like huh now that's not to say like oh well the guy wanted it so I guess I liked him and he said up. Oh, but like I, I I think it's wrong to bait somebody in on on the first day to bait them in with like all these things that they think they want to hear and you know we've all done that I've done that a few times of course but now, I just don't have time for that. Now, I'm just, just sick of all the games. So I'm just like, here's who I am. Like it or love it. Like it or leave it. And, you know, if not, then hey, cheers to you. This was a great time. So the dating world, you know, it's scary. But it's not impossible. It's, it's, it's not impossible to people who are willing, you know, people who are willing to navigate it carefully take your time what's the rush you have all the time no matter what age you are and if you're younger please just be careful be more careful be more careful of who you're talking to never trust online people like just never trust i don't care if you've been talking to them for a while it doesn't matter until you meet them in person everything else is just fat i'm like i'm sorry to say this but everything else is just fabricated it's just a lie That's how I think whenever I date some, well, like whenever I try to date somebody and I've never met them in person yet, I hold all my assumptions, all my stuff until I meet them in person, because that's when you truly get to know someone. So whether you're old school or new school, just take it easy one day at a time, you know, always, always better yourself. There's nothing wrong with bettering yourself. You're only winning. Definitely don't do it for somebody else though. I mean, do it for yourself first and foremost then do it for somebody else, you know, um, just keep it casual, you know, keep it clean, keep it chill, because like, listen, yeah, sex is fun, of course, duh, like, I'm not stupid, yeah, drinking with somebody that you really like, and getting drunk, and then things leading to, the- yeah, of course, yeah, it's a good time, I mean, let's be real, but there's nothing, and I mean nothing even close to a real, intimate, spiritual physical and mental connection with somebody. It just can't be beat. It just can't be beat. So yeah those are my two cents on the dating culture um this was a really fun series um i'm definitely gonna have more as time goes on i'm definitely gonna talk about this more because again this podcast is primarily about the mental health stigma and getting rid of it and also introversion but i also want to talk about pressing topics that are in today's culture and i felt like this was a big deal especially someone like me but especially for others out there who maybe you feel the same and you thought that no one else understood you So make sure to tell your family and friends as well. I hope you can share this with somebody. I do apologize for the few curse words that did slip. I do apologize for my listeners who are, you know, uh, just not into that. Once again, I do apologize for that because that's definitely not me. I'm trying to keep this this podcast as clean as possible. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys are going to have an amazing, wonderful rest of your week make sure to get outside if you can make sure to enjoy summer as it is coming to a close which is very 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 sad um but as always guys make sure to follow me on facebook emmanuel detris e-m-m-a-n-u-e-l-d-e-t-r-e-s or instagram detris 91 all together or follow me on snapchat uh nerd nerd guy 91 all together n-e-r-d-g-u-y 91 all lowercase Uh, or email me, detris 2014 at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode of the Anxious Introvert Podcast. It's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. And until next week, guys, don't forget to enjoy the simple things in life. Take care.